1: Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Welcome in. Winning cures everything. It is Wednesday, June 17th. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And not a lot to discuss today, but we got some interesting stuff going on. Of course, we've got an announcement that we're going to tell you guys about here momentarily. OB Matt already jumps in on YouTube. He said, what's up? What is up, Matt? Let me go on and give you the rundown. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, they are all over there. If you're watching the show live, uh, oh, by the way, brand new website layout is up. Go over, check it out. Hit us up on Twitter or wherever. Tell us what you like about it, what you don't like, what I need to change, if there's any errors, etc. Let me know. Let me know what's going on with it. Winningcureseverything.com. Make sure that you are subscribed to all of the live platforms. We are on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Periscope. We're on Twitch. And at those spots, you can jump into the chat. The chat is right there in the bottom left corner of your screen. Uh, if you're watching the show, of course. If you're listening, uh, you're not going to be able to see it, but you can always leave a nice review on whatever podcast app you're on. Apple Podcast is, of course, the biggest one. Uh, so leave a nice review over there. We would appreciate that. Uh, the show right now brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six wonderful sports books. You can find more information on them along with all the policies and procedures and everything else. Um, You'll find it all over at tunicatravel.com. Matt has jumped in and said sup five straight times on the chat. I don't know what's going on. I wonder if he's got something on his computer. <laughs> Make it six times. Either way. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to jump in the chat. There we go. He said no idea why that sent so many times. Um, go check it out. Make sure you're subscribed to us on the uh, the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on all the live feeds, etc., etc. So, with that said, tunicatravel.com. Go check them out. Let's, uh... Let's dive into this announcement right quick. Um, we have agreed to terms with SBR. That is Sportsbook Review. You can find them at sportsbookreview.com. We are taking our college football coverage over to SBR this year. Now, we are super excited about it. We've done a few things with them. We've done the uh, the SBR roundtable. Um, we've still got a few things that we got to work out and whatnot, but... Uh, so far as it stands right now, we are going to be doing the college football coverage for uh, Sportsbook Review, and I am excited about it. Chris, uh, you want to go ahead and, and give me your thoughts here?
1: Yep. Nope. We're, we're, we're excited. We're glad to be doing it. We're going to be doing a little more than what we usually do uh, based around some of the needs and requirements that they have for us, which we're excited to uh, grow and, and do more things uh, that we haven't done before, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, you just catch us right over there. We'll be sharing it out on our stuff, hopefully, and uh, making it easy to find. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're proud to be be a part of that team.
2: Yes, we certainly are. Like, we've, we've done the, uh, the roundtable stuff. We have worked with some of the other guys. We're pretty pumped. Uh, it, it's going to be different, but at the same time, it's still going to be the coverage that you guys love. You are still going to be able to find it over on the website. Uh, Michael jumps in. He said, officially locked in for my seats today. Uh, he is a Broncos season ticket holder. I asked if they had any info on fans in the stadium, and the guy said he didn't have an answer. So, I mean, we'll see about that. But, it, hey, so far as we know, there will be a college football season. There will be an NFL season. And we will be covering that college football season for SBRSportsBookReview.com. Uh, you'll be able to find the videos over at Everything.com and over at SportsBookReview.com. So, it's uh, it's going to be a good time. We're looking forward to it can't wait to get the season started. We will have previews coming up at the very beginning of August and uh and yeah, we can't wait. Cannot wait. So, uh Matt, I know that you're watching on YouTube. Log out of that, log back in because everything you send since five times. So, <laughs> and you're and you're driving my screen crazy. Uh Tim said, "Congrats, fellas. Been a few weeks." Yeah, it's uh it's been a little bit. We're still trying to get some stuff figured out, but the terms have been agreed upon. We are we're rocking and rolling. So, we, we are looking incredibly forward to it, and we can't wait to get started with them. Let's jump into today's first topic. Zion Williamson. Now, we talked about this earlier in the week. We talked about it last week at some point. Um, but here is what happened. A Florida judge ruled that Zion is not going to have to testify under oath. And Daniel Wallach, who is a, a legal analyst on Twitter, you know, whatever. There we go. Matt said, signed out and came back in. He's good. Uh, Zion is granted a full stay of the Florida lawsuit brought by Gina Ford. The third DCA's order states that the, quote, trial court's proceedings are hereby stayed. This means he will not have to answer Ford's discovery requests for now as the venue shifts to North Carolina. Basically, uh, this was expected precedent, right? We talked about this before. Uh, Michael said, congrats, fellas. Next will be ESPN. You'll be off, uh, will you be off YouTube, Twitch, Winning Cures Everything is still happening. Like, we're still going to be doing Winning Cures Everything. It's just that our college football content will be at SBR. We're still talking NFL. We're still talking all the other sports Everything right Everything else we do
1: is still going there.
2: Still going to be right here. It it may be, it may not be on Twitch. It'll still be, you know, we'll upload videos or shows or whatever to Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast. So, I don't know about Periscope. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we have time to do them live or if we have to record them and release them later. But we'll figure that out. Either way, the shows will still come out. Uh, so, you can find us at Winning Cures Everything. And you can find us at SBR. So, everything will be will be good to go. So, if you want your college football content, SBR is going to be the place to go. Uh, so, Daniel Wallach, basically, this was a precedent for Zion Williamson, right? Um, thanks to Sergei Fedorov, we knew this was probably going to go this way. They weren't going to make Zion answer these questions. However, there is still the chance in North Carolina that they will be able to, um, they'll be able to convince another judge to make him answer those questions. However, Gina Ford is going to have to file another motion and get the discovery approved and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, Chris, I mean, what what do you think here? Like, is is this a lost cause at this point? I don't know. This is a lost
1: cause. But I, I just – I feel like we get so close to actually getting
2: Real answers. a big
1: school, a big dog, and all this stuff, and they just find ways to skate all these rules. And and I, it's so strange to me that every medium-sized school in the country just finds ways of getting hammered, and all the big boys find loopholes. And it it's something. It, it, now remember, I'm a fan of a big boy school, okay? But I just I don't like bullies. I don't like that rules are only for those you know who who basically can't afford good lawyers or whatever. I, I'm just I'm just not a fan of that. I, I you know I don't like it. I don't like that Duke is probably going to get away with this. This isn't against the Zion thing, which a. If this lady helped work the deal that got you a lot of money and got your family taken care of while you were at Duke and you're not going to take care of her and she somehow didn't get paid for her services, shame on everybody involved.
2: Okay, Agreed. Agreed. Um, For anybody that, that wants to know why we are, it's not that we are necessarily rooting for Duke to get in trouble. Nope. But but we kind of are. And the reason is, like, these are just a few of the instances. And thanks to uh, Bobby Regan over at Barstool that hopped on with me back in February, uh, he posted an article and said, It is important to remember that Lance Thomas received $100,000 in credit from a jeweler uh, used at $30,000 in cash while a student, the jeweler, refused to work with the NCAA, so the NCAA just dropped it. Uh, it's important to remember that Corey Maggette admitted that he took cash payments from a summer league coach that would make him ineligible at Duke, but he didn't miss any games, and the NCAA didn't do anything about it. Nope. Um, let's see. It's, and all the all the different things as to why uh, Coach K is kind of a dirtbag. Um, and everybody loves him so much that that they're just not going to talk about it. But, I mean, he was screaming at a kid after, uh, after the Virginia Tech game two years ago. Uh, Coach K lectured an Oregon player in the handshake line, uh, that hit a three at the end of the game to beat Duke. Like, I mean, just all sorts of different stuff. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Simi Ojale's mother, I think that's right. Um, he yelled at her mom or at his mom when they said that they wanted to transfer, like screamed at him, uh... It is important to remember that Wendell Carter Jr.'s mom called him out for being a liar. My initial reaction, I was pissed, and it wasn't pissed because Marvin was coming. To be honest, I felt like that information was uh, was kept from us, Kalia Carter said. It felt shady. It felt like my baby was going to get kicked to the curb. It felt like all of that. So this stuff has been going on for a long, long time, right? And nothing ever happens.
1: But they got that swoosh on their shoulder. Yeah. And so they get to do whatever the hell they want. But you put an Under Armour logo there or an Adidas logo there, and we get dig deep in them. This is, and that's my problem.
2: Let me let me read you uh, what he said. Um, let's see. Michael said, the NCAA makes Coach K look so clean. He's their poster boy. They'll protect him until the end. Matt said, talk to former athletes, and they all have stories of getting money or some kind of benefit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is exactly what Regan said. He said, uh, he might very well be the greatest college hoops coach. But it's no doubt that he's a lying dickhead who's a sore loser and has gotten lucky breaks all over the place to avoid NCAA sanctions. That's why people care about this Zion thing. Nobody gives a crap if Zion actually got paid because he deserved to get paid. It's the Damn fact right. that it's the fact that K and Duke have this history of being lying dickheads. It's important to remember that.
1: Well, and yep. I and I and I will tell you that I also see the side of Miss Gina Ford, yep. someone who worked a deal negotiated something, but because these rules are all backdoor deals done under the table, she has to, you're not going to have some ironclad contract protecting you when cash is being involved to move from one place to the other, okay? And so, therefore, it's easy to leave her out in the dry and just not pay her. No, she worked a service for you. Somebody needs to nut up and pay her for her services.
2: Yes, yes. 100%. And now,
1: because she's gone so far without payment and been let go of her job, you got there, there's punitive damage on top of that now. And oh, that's yeah. fine. I mean, I'm okay is, with that. I'm, I'm 100% okay with her fighting this lawsuit. And I just hate that she's she is a little person in this world against the giant of Zion now, and who's a mega superstar.
2: In case, okay, and Nike.
1: Who is yeah. untouchable. Duke, who is untouchable and nike i i like you've got this this woman who's fighting these four behemoths yes i'm i'm, I'm rooting for her yeah it's not just the demise of duke it, i'm rooting for her to get what's hers yes if somebody wanted to, to to stroke a check in the middle of the night or drop her some cash and say sign this and make it all go away i'd be fine with that
2: yeah like because i could see her settling for like 10 million
1: but my issue is, big schools get away with this all the time. And that middle grade school that wants to one day play with the big boys always gets slapped back down. And they get slapped back down by either the government or the NCAA. You don't belong here. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all.
2: No, I, I agree. I mean, we we always kind of pull for the underdogs. Um, <laughs> Damien, there's something going on with YouTube. I don't know what it is, but... It, his stuff is coming across like four and five times, so there's there's something up with YouTube. Uh, Damien said, "Funny how people can get away with anything when they are uh, rich or famous." Um, and then Damien said, uh, "Duke equals white privilege." Uh, we ain't getting into that today. Joseph said, "Did she illegally provide or negotiate benefits to Zion's parents? If so, it might bite her in the end." Sadly, yes, she did. Well, that's it. Yes, but that's she did. that's why she's trying to get this. In
1: college sports, do it because yeah, that's the business.
2: Yeah, that's the business. That's that's what you have to do, and that's why she was trying to get that stuff brought out in Discovery.
1: Now, right? what she did wasn't illegal. It's illegal in the NCAA's world. Yeah. She didn't do this. This isn't money laundering stuff. No, it would just make that,
2: him ineligible. That got at,
1: into with with uh, uh, Adidas and and some of the FBI issues. Those are those are fraud and 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 mon- money laundering situations, which is why the FBI got involved. Yeah. This is not a legal thing. This is a breaking NCAA rule thing.
2: Yes, yes. Um, Michael said, why the hell didn't they just pay her? Money is nothing to them. The bad publicity is far worse than writing a check. That I don't said, know why. I hope she never goes away, and I hope she keeps fighting.
1: This, this is the question. I don't know why. And if I was a North Carolina booster and a Kentucky booster and a Louisville booster and, 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 and a Virginia Tech booster – a Kansas booster, I'd be stroking her lawyer bills all day long. Yes. Send them to me, like, baby. Keep, keep, you fighting, keep fighting. this. I'll keep paying. Don't, don't let them get off the hook because we get hammered every time something happens. Well, maybe not North Carolina. North, North Carolina is <laughs> one of those guys that kind of gets away with a lot of shit. But well, – This is true. You know, right um, but, no – what. If I was a rival of theirs that's constantly getting bombarded by the NCAA, 100% I'd be saying, send me that bill. Just don't let them off the hook. You keep following motion after motion after motion. You need some money for gas. You need some money to pay your light bills and your rent. I, I got you. Let us float you for a little bit. You keep fighting them
2: because they get away with stuff forever. Yes, they do. Yes, they this do. is
1: why I want this stuff. This is why I want these guys to be paid. I just want everything that's done in the darkness to be done in the light. I just want everybody to be able to see it. That's yeah. all I want. And then want. we don't have to worry about it. Yes, that's all I want. And then um, the best recruiters can get the best kids. You can go to school wherever the hell you want. We know that this school is offering you $200,000 and this school is offering you $220,000. If you choose them, you're taking the extra 20 grand. But if they're both offering the same, you're actually getting to go wherever the hell you want to go to school. You're yeah. not going somewhere because you think that's the only way I can really help my
2: family. Damien said, don't people know how to read contracts before they sign them anymore? Uh, that's not what this is about.
1: But that's this not this, this at all.
2: This is, you know, a group of people that think that they are bigger than any contract that they signed. Yes, So they can just get out of it whenever they want to. It It's not that they didn't read a contract. Like that's...
1: Gina Ford was licensed in Florida to negotiate these deals, okay? She was not licensed in the state of North Carolina, which is where he chose to go to school That And that is uh, Zion's argument for why they don't owe them any money, owe her any money, is while she worked the entire deal, she he, he chose a school in which she didn't have a license to do whatever it is that she does for services.
2: Yeah. it's uh, The whole thing's ridiculous. Uh, hopefully they'll keep fighting the good fight, but I mean, we shall see, but this is yeah. definitely a, if I was uh, a big
1: boy booster at Kentucky or Kansas or, 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 somebody that I, that, you know, I'm just a constant thorn in their side of Duke. I would a hundred percent be, be calling her Gina Ford and saying, send me the bills, yeah. just send me your attorney bills and let's keep this thing going.
2: Now it is uh, definitely a road bump, but or a bump in the road, excuse me, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, Matt said coming out with, uh, they're paying athletes can hurt academics. Who would want to go to a school where athletes are paid? Uh, everybody? Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know anybody that wouldn't want to go to that school.
2: I agree. I agree. That, that did not
1: make any sense at all.
2: Now, I think you might have been being sarcastic, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, let's dive into the next topic here. This will be fairly quick. The Southern Heritage Classic uh, is... <laughs> Michael asked, can WCE get the exclusive interview with her? Uh, I doubt that she'll be talking right now but maybe Definitely eventually don't
1: to talk to us but. yeah
2: i think it'll be a little while um so again the southern heritage classic is canceled for 2020 this is the first division 1 football game that has been canceled due to the current pandemic and for those that are curious this happens in memphis every year it's the second weekend in september and it's a pretty big deal they big routine, deal. they routinely draw 50,000 people to the game. But the reason why it's being canceled, like, this is the FCS. This is a lower level. They don't have the television contracts. They don't have all that kind of stuff. This thing draws about 75,000 people to the city of Memphis. And they yep. are partying all over the city. They have Big parades. 20. They have, tail like, gigantic tailgates. They have yes. all kinds of different stuff. Uh, Matt said, man, Bill Street is nuts after that game. yeah. That's the thing. So, because the COVID nineteen cases are going back up right now, uh, and it's not a ton, but the numbers make it not look good. You're not going to be able to meet. Um, you're not going to be able to meet your your budgets and whatnot if people are not going to be able to come in town for the game. There's no sense in playing the game at a neutral site if you can't have TV. If you can't have full stands, if you can't have all of the different things that are going on around it, all of the after-party events, everything else. So, that is why the game had to be canceled. Uh, Fred Jones, who is the organizer of it, you know, he he obviously did not want to cancel it. But, it is the smartest thing in this situation because even if you only have half of the, uh, the Liberty Bowl full, like, you're still not going to be able to meet your costs for everything that would have to go into... The actual game, right? And, and Birmingham mm-hmm. has one too called uh, the Magic City Classic, and there's all sorts of stuff. Um, Michael said it's going to hurt those businesses in Memphis again. They probably thought this would boost their business.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean Memphis lost, which I guess everybody in the country lost something. But yeah. this is big festival time. I mean Memphis in May, now losing this—that's a—that's a lot of money.
2: Yes, they're they're talking about doing Memphis in May in October, and they've got. Bill Street Music Festival planned for October. But I... I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, it just... It doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me.
1: I would not be upset with that because the weather would be
2: spectacular
1: being somebody who's out there cooking all the time in May always
2: sucks. Yeah. It, it's either hot or raining in May. Yes. Like, always is. So, no, we'll see. But, uh, but, yeah. Very interesting stuff coming out of that. So... First college football game that has been uh, canceled due to the coronavirus. So, uh, the the quote from Fred Jones: "The health and safety of our attendees is, uh, along with that of our staff, sponsors, and others, is a top priority." Said Fred Jones, "I encourage everyone to keep practicing safety and social distancing measures so that we can return to our usual activities as soon as possible." So, yeah, I mean it's a it's a disappointment. It's Big big uh, drop off for uh, for Memphis, but uh, Michael said, "Just let adults be adults." I'm sick of them making decisions for people. Uh, let people go if they want to. It's frustrating. Yeah, I, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I also know, you know, it better to be safe. And if you cut it down to to half of the attendance or something like that, um, <laughs> yeah, you cut it down to that, and then you'll be you'll be just fine. So uh, let's go on and move on. Next thing up is, uh, I guess, the biggest news of the day. And that would be Major League Baseball's latest proposal. Now, I don't know. um, Well, let me just read it. How's that? Ken Rosenthal put this out earlier. He said, uh, Source says MLB proposal includes 60 games in 70 days, season starting July 19th or 20th, full prorated salary, Expanded playoffs in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, and the waiving of any potential grievance. I don't know what that means. Now, the MLBPA came out what, like an hour ago or an yeah, hour but after? Pretty this.
1: quickly after this happened,
2: and they said uh, any reports of an agreement are false. Now, I. The reason this all came up, Rob Manfred met up with Tony Clark, who is the uh, executive vice president of the MLBPA. Um, so, you know, they met up in Arizona. They talked about all this. They got together the the framework of a deal. And I got to tell you, I am so tired of, of seeing this stuff. Like, Major League Baseball just continues to shoot themselves in the foot over and over and over again. Uh, All of this stuff gets leaked out. Like, Rosenthal isn't the only one that got that. You know, Buster Olney also reported it. Like, there were a ton of guys that got the same exact information. And then the Players Association comes out and says, no agreement. Well, we didn't say it was an agreement. We said this is a proposal. Chris, I mean, give me... I don't know where to go with this anymore. Like, I I feel like we need to talk about it, but I also am so damn tired of talking about Call me that, when you get
1: a deal, yeah, or call me when somebody pushes Manfred out a window.
2: I'm I don't think done. it's just Manfred; like it, it's not. No, just oh Manfred, I don't
1: know. Done. I think he has cocked this thing up pretty badly. I, 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 listen. There are there are problems on both sides. Okay, players are not absolved of not being unwilling to move at all. Okay, that that's. That is, they they are just as much to blame in this situation. This is not a greedy owners and wanting to get their way for everything. All right, but Manford has 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 jacked this thing up about as bad
2: as a commissioner could jack it up. Michael said, "Just cancel the damn season." Um, Damian Strass said, like, "I'm just
1: at the point where call me call me when you get a deal made. Call me when it's official or yeah. when one of these guys gets fired." When the players say we we want a deal and Tony Clark's screwing it up, we're firing him and, and finding somebody else. Yeah. It, when when the owners say this is just not working, you got to get out. Call, call me when that happens. But but right now, or call me when the Nate Yankee letter gets unsealed. That's that's yeah. when I want to hear from Major League Baseball when something actually happens. But proposals and ideas and options and we could do this, we could do that. I'm tired of playing the hypothetical game with you. Yeah. you guys should have been playing baseball a month ago. It is the the easiest sport of the big three to, to social distance, to social distance, and and whatever. I I just don't understand.
2: Matt said uh, baseball has been going downhill for years. Games are too long. All the unwritten rules, diva players. Uh, they are going to lose more fans acting like this. And then Michael said, once football comes back, who really cares if MLB is playing? Rockies are usually out of it by then anyway. Uh, what I
1: don't understand, this is a completely different story, totally. We, we might want to go to this rabbit hole, we might not. I don't get how Fauci is saying baseball needs to make sure it's finished by October when, no matter about baseball, football and basketball will be starting in October, we will be playing in October. Like, why did he single out baseball? You
2: got me. That, well, I
1: thought that was very weird from the kind of the, the head doctor in our country. Who I, don't,
2: kind of I don't know to trust Fauci this. anymore anyway because I've heard him say so many different conflicting things now.
1: Which that, is he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's trying to learn this stuff just like yeah. anybody else. Nobody knows anything
2: about this disease at all. Yeah, so trying to put a timetable on when we need to be done And, with and Anybody who's going to throw
1: statistics at me, forgive me if I just don't give a shit about your statistics, okay? And here's the reason why all of your information is flawed because we don't have accurate information from anybody. Yeah. I I have friends and family that work in the medical field who openly have told me we had a lady who was 84 years old, who came into our hospital. She's been in our hospital for two weeks, no traces of COVID whatsoever. She has pneumonia. She has this, she has that. And she's probably not going to make it before she died. She eventually somehow in the hospital contracted COVID. All of her records are now sealed under the COVID society world and none of her other stuff mattered at all. Doesn't go into any statistical guidelines whatsoever. And therefore, all your information about this many people are dying, this many people are actually getting sick, this many people, we don't know any of those things because hospitals are fudging numbers because the government has said we will pay for all COVID medical stuff and they're hemorrhaging money, and so they're trying to get money. You got it. Whenever you throw money at something, you always create another problem. Every problem has an equal but opposite reaction. That's just how the world works, yeah. okay? So I don't know anything, and I know nothing, right? But I feel like the people that are supposed to know, they know less than me because they're actually trying to look for information. But because of rules and decisions we've made in our country, we can't get accurate information. Yeah, so it's well, all it's, null and void. Let's Tim, just throw it all out the window. And and I don't I don't know how to figure it out. Tim Crosby said,
2: uh, "Covid is all about the money." Uh, and then Michael said, "These so-called medical experts are less accurate than meteorologists." Like yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt said, "Insurance pays more if they're listed as a covid death, even more if they were on a ventilator."
1: Well, nobody's on ventilators anymore. From the people that I know that work in hospitals, they've yeah. actually found ventilators aren't keeping you alive. They actually are the death nail. If you go on a ventilator, you probably don't make it.
2: Yeah. I mean, so it's just they ridiculous. just
1: stop putting people on ventilators. So they're not getting that money. They're not so greedy that they're willing to kill you to make sure they get a little more money. But, you uh, know.
2: Joseph said uh, baseball is now the fourth sport in the U.S. behind football, basketball, UFC, and then baseball. I, I don't know about I, if that.
1: baseball came back... For about a month, everybody be pissed off, and then at some point in time, we're all going to say, "Yeah, I got nothing okay. else going on on Tuesday. Let's turn on the Braves game."
2: Yeah, um, he said that. Uh, he said Fauci is assuming an increase in human contact, assuming the state's reopening. Uh, and then Michael said, "That's my frustration with people canceling things over what so-called experts say. It's the blind leading the blind." Yeah, right now that's exactly what this is. Like it, this is a pandemic, and nobody has any idea what to do. Which is why it's so difficult to get these leagues started back up because everybody thinks they know something.
1: This, this is this like, is why I believe the NFL is just going to do it. They're not asking anybody's permission. If you've got a governor or a state that wants to keep things locked down, you better hope your constituency likes you a lot because the the power of the NFL is going to push you out of your out of your job.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I fully believe that. Yeah,
1: I I fully believe that the NFL says nobody knows shit about shit. We're going for it. If you want to play, play. If you don't, it won't. You won't get paid. That's fine. But also, it won't go against your contract. So your contract is still here. Whenever you do show back up, boom, done. Simple. We're in. We're out. Those who want to be here, let's go.
2: I mean, that's should have done that for baseball.
1: And baseball should have done that a long time ago. Yeah, they should have been playing a month ago.
2: And instead, we're not. So uh, let's go ahead and dive into the last topic of the day. Uh, for those that missed it earlier. Uh, hold on. Michael said the NFL is coming through with a huge middle finger to COVID concerns. Football is bigger than COVID. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt said all the frat guys are upset. They can't do beer ass bongs for the new pledges. Uh, beer ass bongs. Is that a. There.
1: Okay. I do. I do know there's a way to funnel beer through your asshole. I, I've never done it <laughs> and I've never seen anybody do it in person. Uh. I've seen somebody do it.
2: That is, I've never seen it. I've heard like there was a big story about that happening. Somebody got alcohol poisoning. You can you at, at can Tennessee.
1: get severely sick
2: doing it. Oh my god! Okay, let's move into uh, some SEC football. So
1: let's let's pick one one division because we thought we weren't going to have much of a show. We had a whole lot of a show. Let's not do both these divisions today.
2: Um, Michael said Chris is an expert in ass funneling. Um,
1: <laughs> Using the word expert pretty loosely, but I'll take it.
2: And then Tim said, "Is are we going to have football with fans? Yes, hundred percent.
1: Well, I, I think so. I am still taking all over bets on all that. I, I'll, I think we're. I, I think if you got season tickets to the Broncos, brother, you're going to be there.
2: Do you want to do um, SEC East or West? I don't care." Let's um, let's do the West today. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's go and do that. All right. So, here's how we're doing this. We are looking into the future. We're pulling out the crystal ball. We're looking into the future. We've met up with some fantastic psychics, and we are going to tell you who is going to be the head coach at your favorite university in the SEC West. Well, not necessarily who the head
1: coach is. We're going to tell you where the current head coach will be.
2: What I'm going to tell you who the coach will be as well. Oh, so, I think that's ridiculous. oh, it's hey, I, it's going to get fun. This is going to that's be crazy. So, um, let's go ahead and start with you. Let let's uh, Alabama is the the first one up. Let's okay. let's save them for a little bit. Is okay. that good? I don't I don't know why, but okay. So, let's move to Arkansas. Currently, Sam Pittman is the head coach. Chris, I'll let you go ahead and start us.
1: Sam Pittman is going to continue to be the head coach in five years. He will still be there. They got too many damn coaches on the books. They've got to get some money off. Sam Pittman has done this cheaper than – I would venture to say his contract is cheaper than every other coach in the SEC. I don't know that. I haven't looked into that. It's uh, um, it's like a hair maybe, over
2: $3 million. Yeah, Maybe
1: Missouri's paying – more. oh, no, then if he's just barely making $3 million, Yeah, Missouri pays could, more. He's the lowest-paid coach in the SEC. Um, I think they are, they've they got to regenerate the funds uh, there at Arkansas. And I also think give him a couple of years with a, uh, a supporting cast of, of offensive coordinator, defense coordinators that I, I kind of like a lot, a whole lot, if you don't lose those guys to other head coaching jobs, I think he can win some ball games, improve that to where he keeps his job but not nearly good enough to ever get a big boy, big boy job where you'd leave Arkansas for.
2: I am looking at it a little bit differently. Um, I don't think that the Arkansas uh, brass is patient enough to deal with this. I think that some of the coaches that he has currently uh, may end up getting other jobs. May get you know, and who knows? This could end up being like an LSU type rebuild. But it is tough to get players at Arkansas. I don't think they are patient enough to wait around for him. And I think he will end up back as an offensive line coach somewhere else in the SEC within five years. We disagree there. I think that Brian Harson from Boise State is going to be the next head coach at Arkansas by 2025. Now, it could be before that. It could be right at 2025. We'll see. Uh, but remember, Arkansas's got pocketbooks, man. They, they got money. And while right now every, nobody wants to spend it, in five years they'll be all right with spending it if they're not getting the return that they want from their football program. Brian Harson, he's the coach at Boise. Like, the Boise staff had to be furloughed at one point. Like, just a, a month or so ago. Like, it, it's tough to do that at a smaller school yeah, he's a Boise guy and whatnot, but he coached at Arkansas State. He's got ties to the state. I think he would go to Arkansas for some of that big Jerry Jones money. Uh, I'll I'll take Brian Harson to be the coach in 2025. So... Me just, that's fine. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do right here. Auburn, let's move into this. You want me to go first on Auburn? Sure. I don't think you're going to like this. Look, obviously, every single year, Gus Malzahn is on the hot seat, right? At some point over the next 5 years remember that buyout goes down every single year right he got a big time contract extension after the 2017 season so 2018 2019 now he's got 5 years left on that deal once you get to about 2 years left not going to be a whole lot of money left on the on the contract so you'll be able to buy him out at that point right i mean they could buy him out right now they were talking about doing it just a year ago so we'll see I think Dave Aranda is going to be pretty successful at Baylor. I think Auburn is going to find a way to pry Dave Aranda away, and I think Gus Malzahn will get bought out, and he's going to go be a G5 head coach somewhere. I don't think he's going to go back to being an offensive coordinator, whatever. I think as soon as he gets on the open market, he will be a head coach somewhere, kind of the same way Hugh Freeze was a head coach at Liberty, right? That's my thoughts on it. I think Auburn ends up hiring Dave Aranda by twenty twenty five. Who have you got?
1: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset with that. I wouldn't be disappointed with that. I hope Dave Aranda is a home run hire. Uh, I don't see Arkansas or Auburn ever going back to a defensive minded coach ever again. They they pride themselves on wanting to be offensively, you know, creative and 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 innovative. I think they're just always going to have an offensive guy. Uh, I actually think this is a relationship that finds a way to work itself out. I know that's crazy. I know that one year into his new big extension, they wanted to fire him and then he beat Bama. And I, I think if he beats Bama every other year, which, you know, beat Georgia every other year, I, I think he saves that job. And, and I think they find a way to be
2: very happy with that. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I think a lot that. of their happiness
1: ter- depends on what happens at Alabama, okay? When Alabama's winning national titles every year and competing for national titles every year, then, then you look at your coach a whole lot differently than when Alabama finishes 18th in the country.
2: You look at your coach a whole lot different. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, let me I, jump I in. just
1: think, I think they compare themselves to Bama way too much, and, and I, I just see things differently. I think they find a way to make it work simply because it's just so much money. And and I don't think that contract's going to stay the way it is. I think if he beats Bama and Georgia next year somehow, okay? Then then I'm I'm telling you him he'll, he'll get another extension. <laughs> so they wanted to fire yeah. him last year, they sat pat this year, they'll give him another extension next year and the money will just be so much that they just can't ever fire
2: well, I mean, cheers to that. that. 2025 would put him at Auburn for 12 straight seasons. Yeah. And so, I mean, we'll see. Um, let's see. Damian Estrada said, I don't see why the leagues are planning on having a season if people can't be at the games. I mean, don't we as fans pay money to the leagues and the players? So if we can't be there, why have sports at all? Uh, because you can still have it on television. Wild Bill said, can we all just get along? <laughs> oh,
1: no. That wouldn't be fun at all.
2: No, that's not what this is about. Uh, We do have a a lot more people watching now. For those that missed it, our big announcement earlier, uh, we are uh, going to work for SBR. Sportsbook Review, we will be doing their college football coverage. So all of our college football coverage this year will be on SBR's uh, YouTube page on their website, sportsbookreview.com. But we will be posting all of it over at winningcureseverything.com. And we'll still be doing our show it just won't be college football content. It'll be NFL, et cetera. NFL so, and
1: everything else going on.
2: You got it. So we've we've hit on Arkansas. We've hit on Auburn. Let's go ahead and knock out Alabama. Uh Nick Saban, I believe, by 2025, will be riding off into the pasture. He will be over at the lake in Georgia, uh, riding on his ski boat, doing all, you know, playing golf, whatever, hanging out with his grandkids. I think Mario Cristobal will be the new head coach at Alabama. Um it, it is between it is between Cristobal and I think Pruitt, but I we'll do the SEC East tomorrow. Um spoiler, i I like Pruitt in that job. I think he's gonna be really, really good. So I don't foresee him leaving it, but we'll see. Uh I think that Mario Cristobal will come back down to the south uh after he, you know, does some some good things with Oregon. I don't foresee him Let me doing ask you a dabbo thing.
1: You're you're working under an assumption that he's just gonna dominate the Pac twelve. No. What no. what happens if what happens if he is an eight and four team in the Pac twelve consistently?
2: If he is eight and four consistently, uh I mean because that's be what a,
1: Oregon's been consistently.
2: Uh, to to be fair, I mean he what did they do last year? Twelve and two? Like
1: Okay, that was last yeah. year. You're looking at last year. You just assume last year's gonna be every year?
2: No, I don't think it's gonna be every year. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think he's gonna do what Dabo did at Clemson. Which is why I think I mean, it's more likely that he will leave as opposed to Jeremy Pruitt or whatever. I think Oregon will pay uh, quite a bit of money. I don't think again, they will pay so what. Let's say he's nine Alabama. and three.
1: Let's say he averages nine and three between now and then. Okay. Do you want him at Bama? Is he still your number one
2: guy at Bama? Yeah, that's insane. I'd love that. Who Who in the world would you expect them to go get? I don't know. I don't See know. That, that's the thing. Like, they, there's not another Saban. There's not another Dabo. Uh, no. There's not another Urban Meyer. Like, it, those are those are the three, right up there at the top, right. So aside from them, like anybody has just as good of a shot to do whatever at, at Alabama as anywhere else. So you know who
1: I think is a lot better than him. I mean, a lot better coach than him. Who's that? It's a guy I, I don't I don't really like him very much. I I think it's Brian
2: Kelly. At Kelly's. Already, like older,
1: that's insane. You're looking at age for coaching is just insane.
2: Well, I mean, we're looking at age in five years. Okay, so, like, so, so, what do you tell me? What you think? And I'm gonna tell you what Brian Kelly's age is right now.
1: All right, I think Brian Kelly is a substantially better coach than than Mario Cristobal. He's he's at a school where his kids have to read. Okay, they have to be they have to be not marginally intelligent. They have to be pretty high intelligent yeah. and and he is at his ceiling. The fact that he competed for a national championship and went undefeated with the schedule that they have almost every year is pretty remarkable to me. And I think if he got a hold of an Alabama or an Ohio state or an Oklahoma or an LSU or a school of that nature, he would be exactly what Clemson and Bama are.
2: He is uh let's see. His birthday is October twenty fifth, nineteen sixty one. So he is fifty eight years old. Um, that would 62. put him at sixty three. Sixty three. Okay. In twenty twenty five, so is not very old at all. No, it's not. Uh, that that could be reasonable. I mean, you bring. I him just in think forward. he's
1: a way better coach. If you told me I could have Mario Cristobal right now, or in five years, or I get Brian Kelly right now, or in five years, I think Brian Kelly is a world. Who's the Who's the best coach that I think? might leave their program in five years or or less that could coach one of the top three or four schools in the country. I think he's at the top of that list simply because he has faced those guys and he realizes I'll never be able to beat them. I'll never be able to beat them no matter what I do because ACT, SAT requirements – to get into my school, I just can't, I can't get that talent
2: here. Um, Let me jump in here. Joseph said, uh, big flash Gordon, identifying talent. Nice. Don't let Teddy covers get you locked in on 1990 stories. (laughs) No worries. No worries. I love Teddy. Uh, And then he said, did Chris just say they have to know how to count without using their toes? (laughs) Yeah, that's a, that's a Southern thing. (laughs) Uh, Michael said he's a better coach and a fellow Libra. Uh, yes. It, look, I was looking at it from an age difference and looking in five years. Uh, I didn't realize that Brian Kelly was only 58 years old. Yeah. If I had the choice I would take Mike the two...
1: right now over Mario Cristobal. And I don't know what he's going to be able to do it at, at Florida state. I just, I just don't, I I'll buy into Mario Cristobal when he can dominate a Pac 12. That's as about as bad a football as we've seen in the last four years.
2: Uh, Damien said, why not hire urban Meyer? Uh, Oh, Urban, I wouldn't touch. Urban. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of bad blood between Urban and, and the University of Alabama for one. That that um, heart
1: and brain defect or whatever he keeps saying that he's got. Yeah. When we left Florida for a heart problem, he left. He left Ohio State for a brain problem. I, I don't. I don't know what else could go wrong in five years, but I, I Alabama's
2: not going to be desperate.
1: No, they won't coach. be desperate.
2: So, I mean, so there's plenty of
1: good young coaches you're not even thinking of right now. Yeah. I mean, what happens to Satterfield? Com- makes you know makes a playoff with Louisville,
2: or know? not even a playoff. Like like what if he makes that a, a perennial ten win team? You know, I mean, there's yeah, like that's that's knows? what I'm
1: saying. Like, you're the reason you can't pick a coach now for a school like that or any
2: of these schools. Well, it's because these are all hypothetical. So it's, we have no idea.
1: Yeah. I just want to tell you what I think these guys will be doing that are there right now. Are they going to be there or are they not?
2: Wild Bill said, I agree about Pruitt. Is Phil still out yet? Uh, great college football source. No, Phil still will not be Phil out still, until August. Yeah, it's coming out uh, when? In uh, in like the first week of August.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. it's bumped back. I knew yeah, it was it bumped back bumped a back. lot. Uh,
2: however, all the other, Athlon, Lindy's, Street & Smith, all that stuff is already out. So yeah. it's it's weird to have it out. Um, well, I, but,
1: yeah. don't, don't ask me what I think about Pruitt because i put my foot in my mouth two years in a row. I'm probably going to do it a third, but.
2: Hey, it's all good. Hey, you just do what you do. Uh, Michael said Urban Meyer is an all-time D-bag. All right, let's move. Alabama would be great, though.
1: They don't give a shit. (laughs)
2: Hey, just win, baby. That's all it is. Uh, LSU, let's move on to that. That guy's
1: guy's not leaving there unless he leaves in a body bag.
2: That's yeah, this is not a Tuberville situation or no. anything like that when he was at Ole Miss and said, you'd have to pull me out of here in a pine box or whatever. Uh, Ed Orgeron will still be the head coach at LSU he will, in He will be
1: dancing his body to his grave on site at at LSU. I don't know where his family cemetery is, but he will be buried in Baton Rouge.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Now you got that right. Uh, Wild Bill said that new coach at Arkansas is stealing Oklahoma boys. Uh, they should be much improved, maybe seven and six I, I year. think
1: Sam Pittman's going to be just fine. It will take a while because they got no time. That is a That's, complete rebuild. Now, yeah, it's a I rebuild. also said Louisville was a train wreck, and it was going to take a while to get good, and Satterfield made them way better than I thought. And uh, who, uh, Kansas State, I thought, yeah, was going to take a while. And apparently there's talent there, and I just didn't realize it because the coaching staff at both those places were just so far gone. I don't foresee him doing what those two did. I think Pittman's going to be just fine. I love Kendall Browse. I think Odom is a great DC. I, I This is this is the staff I would have hired if I had carte blanche to hire anybody and the AD was going to stay out of me. Those are the two guys I would have went out and got. Okay. All
2: right, so we, we both agree on LSU. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. is so the easiest we, one on this thing. Yeah, we got
2: Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, and LSU. Um, let's move on to Ole Miss. About to get to the phone ones. Yep, Lane Kiffin is uh, is there right now. I, you want me to go ahead? Sure. Okay, Lane Kiffin. I think will be gone to a better job at this point. Um, that's not to say that Ole Miss is a bad job, but I think he gets hired at a big time school because at that point, it, everything is shifting to where um, social media matters where the the coach has to be personable, the coach has to be able to get along with the players really well, like all this kind of stuff, right? It's kind of shifting even more so right now than it ever has. And Kiffin is like the perfect coach for that. He can recruit. He has the... uh, He's got the skills. He's got the the, the offensive firepower, the offensive uh, uh, philosophy to be able to win. And he's adaptable. And he's still insanely young. So I think he's going to move to a bigger job eventually. Now... With that said, I think Ole Miss is going to end up hiring Billy Napier. I think Billy Napier from Louisiana Lafayette is going to ta- that's who I thought was going to get it the first time.
1: You think Billy's not going to get a job for five more years, or you think Lane's going to do such a good job or he gets I, pulled away in two?
2: I think Billy's Lane could get pulled away in like two three, or three years. years from now. No. I, no. I don't look, Billy Napier had has his option of Baylor, of Arkansas, a couple other ones that he was actually Offered this year at Mississippi State, he was offered these jobs and didn't want them. Now he he's comfortable staying at Louisiana for a while. I mean he's he's making over a million a year. I think he's going to be just fine. Um, you know I I think Billy Napier is going to end up being the next coach in Oxford. So that's that's my thought process on it. Um,
1: Lane's going to be there. Lane, is you think going Lane will still be, be there, there in five years? I I fully believe. I you know me, the guy who had it all and lost it all. I think that second time around, I think that guy is way more loyal. I, I really do. I, I really do. Right. I think I think everything Lane has gone through up until this point in his life, I don't think he's going to jump ship quickly at all. I think he has changed jobs every year and a half to every two years like clockwork because he either got ran off or, or, or went for greener pastures and then got fired because it just wasn't good enough. And, and I think now that he is in a big-boy job, it might not be USC, Bama, Notre Dame big, but it's a big-boy, power-five, SEC football job. And if he can win at a competitive level, win eight, nine games every year, every fourth year, get to double-digit wins and try to get to an SEC title game, I, I think he could be there the rest of his life if he wants to. I'm not saying he has to be there the rest of his life but I damn sure don't think he's jumping at the first job that comes to him that's bigger than this. I think he is going to try to lay down some roots. I think he wants to see an entire recruiting class come under him and through him, and and I think he is going to be very picky about the next job he takes.
2: You might be right. You might be right. Damien jumped in. He said, what about Jim Harbaugh? I mean, his time as Michigan head coach is likely over, so why not sign him? Harbaugh – Ain't going to the SEC for nothing. That ain't happening.
1: Now, so I don't know about it. he would never come to the SEC. He ain't going to Bama.
2: Well, no, he ain't going to Bama. But I, I'll, I'll tell you this. He has said so many derogatory things about the SEC since he's been the head coach at Michigan. Yeah, but those,
1: all are, those are all pointed at the big boys of the SEC. I would bet your ass he would take a South Carolina job. Just to stick it in the butt of all those big boys. Let me take a little school and let me find some big boy and let me make them fools.
2: Okay, okay. I, I would believe- I would
1: see him at a at a Missouri or a South Carolina or an old man just to he could go. I would see him go to a smaller tier school just to fight the big boys because he likes picking fights with guys
2: bigger than him. Now you get that right. Uh, he, Wild, he has always done it. Wild Bill said oh, that's going to be a good fit at Ole Miss. Kiffin has matured. Yeah. I yeah. think,
1: I think Kiffin's a completely different person. And if he jumps at a job in five years, it'll be, a, it'll be the wrong decision. And I think he has learned from some of his mistakes and he realizes now I'm making real good money. He could, he could be king of Oxford. I'm not going to go ride somebody else's coattails somewhere else. He tried that and it
2: just hasn't worked out. And, and personality wise, I think he fits really well at Oxford.
1: A hundred percent. There's. Yeah. Outside of Ed Orgeron at LSU, there's not a better fit I don't know in the country.
2: Yeah, you might be right about that. Um let's move on to Mississippi State. I think Mike Leach will still be the coach of five years.
1: He ain't going anywhere because nobody bigger than state is calling him. State will always pay enough to keep him.
2: Yep. I, I think you're right. Now it his his tenure did not get started off on the uh on the best foot. But uh, I think you can find a way to get past that. I they think he's all gonna win knew
1: that he was going to yeah. run some kids off when he first got there because his his philosophy and how he does things is just going to wear people wrong. He's, he's never going to out with the next guy. But the guys that come in to play for him are coming to play for him. So you got a one-year weirdness. Everybody that's there this year that plays for him this year will be fine, and any new person that comes in will be fine.
2: You uh you got that right. He they've gotten quite a few transfers. Uh Michael said, never been but heard Ole Miss Campus is beautiful. Would be cool to check out. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking yeah, out. It's
1: beautiful. And the Grove is cool. I mean, it is a cool place to be on, on a football game weekend.
2: I mean, it's yeah. It's
1: it's, it's really, really nice. It definitely wear is. sunglasses, brother.
2: Yeah, you got that right. The talent is hot. <laughs> um, let's go to Texas A&M. This will be the last one and then we'll get out of your hair. Uh I think Jimbo's still there in five years. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, I I think that is a,
1: that's another fit that I think just works really well.
2: Yeah. Now, I mean, Jimbo is not a, he's not a Texas, you know, old rig, whatever kind of guy, but he seems to fit in well. Um, I mean, I like. I didn't know that he
1: was going to fit in well in, in, in uh, um, Florida State. Florida State. And he just, he seems to just be. That fifty-year-old man that can kind of walk into any room and have a conversation with anybody. Yeah,
2: and you're a rich really
1: tycoon. All right, you wrestle gators on the weekends. All right, you know, you, you you grew up, you know, poor and 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 play basketball with you know a, a milk crate, you know, hung to a telephone pole. I can handle. Like he can talk to anybody. He's maybe the most. Per, I would consider him like the mayor of the SEC. He just. He's the most likable guy out, outside of the fact that if he's your rival, you hate him, but yeah, just he's
2: he has take turned, who he
1: works for out of it. He can walk into any room and hang with anybody.
2: He has turned the the recruiting around for sure. Uh, so we'll see what they do. I mean, this is the gear that he really needs to – obviously, he's got a we massive We really contract. need this
1: season to play out for
2: A&M. Yeah.
1: As much as I want LSU to do well – I, that, they were my pick last year, and you were 100% right. That team is a little too young, and that schedule was way too brutal, 100% on both of those. Yep. That schedule sets up beautiful. Beat LSU, beat Auburn, beat beat Alabama. If you can win two of those three games, you it's going to be a hell of a year for you, man.
2: You got that right. I mean, you, you win two of those three, and you're going to be 11-1. and one. I Yes, mean, basically. I, be, I believe
1: that. I believe that.
2: Um, Damian Estrada said, "What about Mark Trustman? I mean, the XFL isn't coming back, so why not give him an SEC job? Uh, Trustman doesn't have any ties down here, and Trustman in the SEC, it, it's it all
1: about recruiting. Yeah, it is about ties. It, Mississippi State's got the one coach that don't give a shit about recruiting. Okay, yeah.
2: now he, he does have a staff that cares, though, and that that matters. I don't know the that Trustman. He he doesn't care. No.
1: Trustman yeah. would not fit well in the SEC." That is, a, that is a Big Ten guy. He needs to be an OC at Penn State or somewhere.
2: You got that right. Uh, Michael said, Jimbo's a really good guy. I wouldn't want anyone else leading the Aggies. Uh, and then he said, can't wait to see what happens after Mond. Uh, Mond should be a lot better, but I think there's better out there.
1: I would tell you, if they don't do well this year, I, I wonder what kind of leash Mond's going to have because I think that talent, the talent on that team is pretty stacked. If Mond underperforms, he better have a backup that he can sling in there and give a shot to. You don't want to waste this season. No. But that schedule and, and the talent that's on that team, don't burn it because you're married to a quarterback. Listen, I, I worship at the feet of Les Miles, but but we lost many a game because he was married to the guy he started with, and he just would never pull the trigger. Yeah. Um. And 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 I, I don't think Jimbo is that.
2: Um. I Jimbo like wants to win, man, and he's going to do like whatever he needs to. I love
1: Jimbo a lot. Look, that was a newly single man that just got a ten million dollar deal. Woo! Colin station was rocking for that gentleman.
2: Seventy-five million over ten years—that's a lot of money. That is With a those lot of A&M money.
1: Boots on those Spurs. You got that? that. Is a man about town.
2: Get his cowboy hat on. All that good stuff. All right. Uh, I don't think there's anything else that's popped up. So, no. so we'll go on and get out of here tomorrow. We'll do the SEC East. Uh, We'll have to do it from my office. We're going to go live at 3 p.m. Central tomorrow. So, everybody join us again. For those that missed it, the announcement today was that we are moving our college football coverage over to Sportsbook Review. That's right. We're going to work for SBR. Uh, We will be doing all of our college football picks, our opening and closing line stuff. All all of our talk about college football is going to be on sportsbookreview.com and over on their YouTube page for this college football season. So starting in August all the way through, I mean, really February for uh, recruiting and whatnot, uh, we're going to be doing everything over at SBR on that. Now, we are still going to have our show for NFL, NBA, all the other sports that are happening. We're still going to be doing Winning Cures Everything, but our college football content will be over at SBR. We uh, we appreciate those guys. We are looking forward to the opportunity. So uh, we, have, we have agreed to terms. We are getting ready to rock and roll with them. We still got a few things to work out, but that is the plan right now. Starting in August, college football coverage over at sportsbookreview.com. Right now, the show, this show, Winning Cures Everything, is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sportsbooks. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. You can find us at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on all the different live platforms, Periscope, Twitch, uh, Facebook, YouTube, etc. Share the show out. Tell you buddies, uh Devin CFB said, "Can't wait to uh when I hit 18 so I can start betting on teams." Hey, cheers to you, brother. I think it's I think it's 21. But it's not for offshore. Not for offshore? All right, well there you go. Devin. Hop well, it in, didn't brother. used to be?
1: I was not 21.
2: There you go. <laughs> we'll see. Either way, go check them out sportsbookreview.com, Winningcureseverything.com. We love you guys. Thank you so much for hopping in. You help drive the conversation. We appreciate everybody that jumps in the chat every single day. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave a nice review. And, as always, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at ChrisBGiannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor
1: might sound fine